Hey everyone, welcome to the Happy Flosser podcast. My name is Billy Lunt. I am your host, and I am here to talk to you about all things dental hygiene to support you on your journey through the dental hygiene program. Welcome, so glad to have you. From the very first day that you are enrolled in the dental hygiene program, you will be shown the modified pen grasp. The modified pen grasp will ignite thoughts in your mind of critiques that you've never considered before in your life. The positioning of each one of your fingers is a crucial foundational skill that you need to develop. You may all of a sudden discover that your fingers are not as strong as they need to be. You may also discover that your fingers don't do what you need them to do, and you will quickly learn that you need a lot of practice to develop the muscle memory and strength that is going to be asked of you in order to perform instrumentation in the clinical setting. In this episode, we're going to break down the modified pen grasp, and we're going to look at each one of your fingers talk about what the role is for each one of the fingers in the modified pen grasp. Also talk about some of the common errors and things that happen to your modified pen grasp and what you can do to make changes and improvement so that you are successful in your instrumentation techniques in the clinical setting. In order to really talk about the modified pen grasp, you need to understand the different parts of the instrument because we will refer to that instrument when we are guiding you through, we will refer to that instrument information when we are guiding you through the process of where your fingers need to be placed on that instrument. So you need to know things like where the handle is, where the shank is, terminal shank, functional shank, terminal end, toe, tip, all of these words. There is a podcast episode on instrument design basics, and you may want to listen to this and refer back to the modified pen grasp after you understand the basics of instrument design. One of the first things you learn when you start dental hygiene school is the positioning look and feel of the modified pen grasp, which I'll be honest, will feel really awkward when you're first shown it. You wanna take a look in your books and look at the pictures that are available to you in order to understand the different finger placements. And we're gonna go over some of those different principles associated with the modified pen grasp to help you on your learning journey with it. Starting with your ring finger, which is called your fulcrum finger, the pad of the fulcrum finger rests against the tooth. It provides you with a pivot point to move your hand as a unit. There is a direct relationship between the amount of pressure that you put on your fulcrum finger and the pressure on the instrument blade against the tooth. Your fulcrum finger will give you the power to complete the task of instrumentation, which I understand right now you don't know too much about, so you just have to trust your faculty that we are trying to help you develop the appropriate skills in order to be effective as you move forward. Now, in order to gain a stable fulcrum, 
you have to have it straight and strong in order for you to do any kind of stable strokes. Know that this will take practice in order to build strength in your fulcrum finger. Now I just mentioned strokes and there are different strokes that we perform in dental hygiene school that we have to learn in order to become competent. And there's a lot of different demands for instrumentation. Now the way that the fulcrum contributes to the strokes is that you have to put pressure on your fulcrum finger in order to have a really light grasp with the rest of your hand to perform what's called an assessment stroke. And an assessment stroke is just that, you are assessing. Keep in mind that you are assessing areas that you really can't see. The hand works as a complete unit and you can't use your fingers individually. You really have to learn the process of what's called activating your wrist and learning how to rock and pivot and move on your fulcrum finger in order to effectively perform strokes, the ones I'm talking about. So starting with that fulcrum finger, the fulcrum finger, remember, is your ring finger. That goes right together with your middle finger. You have to keep your fulcrum finger and the middle finger together in order to allow the ability to have enough strength and power and control with the fingers working together as a unit. And you're going to need that power and control in order to perform the strokes and get the power that you need to be effective at performing your job. Now, if you're not able to keep the middle finger and the ring finger together at first, you'll be less stable and you're going to feel that when you try to perform strokes. You'll have less power and you'll have less control and we really want you to build these foundational skills early. So do not continue to do those strokes if you notice these fingers separate. Stop what you're doing, readjust your modified pen grasp, go back in, fly in and land on the occlusal surface and start again because you don't wanna create any bad habits. It's really important that you follow the guidance of your instructors on how to keep your fingers together so that you learn that finger placement so you can be effective at building upon what you learn and practice. Okay, now that we've talked about the fulcrum finger, We'll talk about the, we'll continue to talk about the fulcrum finger, but let's talk about the middle finger in order to perform lateral pressure. Relating the middle finger to the instrument, the shank of the instrument should be on the side of the middle finger so that that side of the pad of the middle finger right next to the fingernail is pressing against the shank of the instrument. And that area of the middle finger allows you to have a really firm fulcrum point. It also gives you the best control and lateral pressure that you're going to need in order to perform some of the strokes that you are going to be required to do. Having the middle finger placed correctly against the shank of the instrument will also allow you to make firm, well-controlled strokes. Now, failure to have that middle finger in the correct location can cause you lots of problems and really strain your fingers. You have to have the middle finger working with the fulcrum finger together in order to be effective. And this can feel really strange when you're first starting because this 
movement of these two fingers together is not required to do writing and penmanship. And so the only other thing that your brain can relate to this maneuver is holding a pen or pencil, and it is completely different. If your instrument rests on the middle part of the pad of your middle finger, you'll end up losing that lateral pressure that you need. When you slip down on that soft fleshy part of your finger, there's really nothing to lean against when you try to make a stroke. So you'll have no leverage and you will lose out on the pressure that you need. If you have your middle finger tucked underneath the shank of the instrument and the instrument is residing against the nail of the middle finger, which is typically how people hold their pen, you will not have any ability to perform any lateral pressure when you try to do a stroke to remove calculus or put lateral pressure on the side of the blade. This will really impact your effectiveness at calculus removal. It's important to keep in mind that the middle finger should also be slightly bent at the first joint, right next to the index finger by the knuckle. Now it's not as significant for the middle finger to make that soft C, but it gives you a little bit of ability to put the correct amount of lateral pressure against the instrument and also gives you better control by having a little bend in that middle finger. In order to correctly use the working and assessment strokes, you have to keep the middle and index finger together. Now let's think about that. I already told you you have to keep your fulcrum finger, your ring finger, and your middle finger together. And now I'm telling you that the pointer finger and middle finger have to be together. So what do you figure out by me telling you that is that the pointer finger has to be bent and in a soft C against the handle. The middle finger has to be bent and the side of the middle finger pad has to be resting against the shank and the fulcrum finger has to be extended and straight and all three of those fingers work together as a unit. This provides you the strength and control that you need in order to perform a stroke around the tooth or when you're trying to get around the line angles. You've probably already figured out that you have to rotate the instrument slightly in your fingers in order to make it around the line angles. But the other component that students struggle with is that you also must pivot on your fulcrum in order to make it around the line angles and into the proximal spaces deep into the call area. What happens when you pivot on your fulcrum is that it allows you to roll less with your index and thumb fingers to avoid splitting the index and middle finger apart. Now a lot of students really struggle in the very beginning early stages of instrumentation to pivot on their fulcrum and as a result they end up splitting their grasp between the ring finger and middle finger and they lose control of their strokes. It makes it so that you're not as effective at managing your stroke by pivoting on your fulcrum. By pivoting on your fulcrum, you will have more opportunity to have correct adaptation and angulation. And you have to come up high on your fulcrum in order to be parallel. Whenever any of these little things occur, the bottom line is you'll lose control. You have less stability and less ability to apply the amount of pressure that you need to provide in order to be effective. Okay, the finger pad of the index finger is right at the junction of the handle and the shank, and the fingers do not overlap. 
There is a small space between the thumb and the index finger, which provides you with that soft C appearance. The instrument handle rests against the hand anywhere between the second and third knuckle of the index finger. You don't want to have the handle too far up or too far down, right up in between those knuckles. You want to be sure that you have space between the thumb and index finger in order to provide you with that opportunity to make slight rolls with the handle. By having that handle in that position, it allows you the opportunity to move the way that you need to move. Now let's go back to the fulcrum. If you don't have your fulcrum in the right location, everything else will feel off. You won't be able to pivot up on your fulcrum or pivot down on your fulcrum when you need to, and you won't have the correct angulation in order to reach into the areas that you need to for both your insertion and your strokes. This will cause you to have poor adaptation and everything else is just going to feel off. You want to be able to get your fulcrum as close to your working area in order to position your instrument so that the lower shank of the instrument is parallel with the surface of the tooth that you're working on to the best of your ability. There are some areas where this is not possible. And your fulcrum has to continue to move as you proceed from one tooth to the next in order to keep that working angulation correct. You don't wanna be slumping in this area, right? Your fulcrum is your guide. You don't want to be flat on your fulcrum. Your fulcrum starts the whole process and everything else that you're going to do builds from there. So let's just review. When we're talking about the grasp, your index finger and your thumb are placed on the instrument handle across from one another in a soft C. They hold the instrument and they provide stability and control for when you're working. Your middle finger rests lightly on the shank near the bony part on the side of the pad next to your fingernail. And this provides you with control, leverage, and the ability to perform lateral pressure that you need in order to perform a stroke. The other component about the middle finger is that it allows you to feel the vibrations that are transmitted from the working end to the shank of the instrument. Remember, we're using tactile sensitivity here so it does matter how your grasp is in order for information that you're trying to understand by finding and feeling things, those things need to transmit those vibrations through your hand. The ring finger supports and stabilizes the hand for control and strength. This is your fulcrum finger. And you'll notice that when you first start practicing instrumentation that your hand gets really sore. You need to develop this grasp and you need to develop the muscles and the muscle memory. We often recommend that students use putty and manipulate the putty in their working hand in order to develop their muscles and keep things kind of growing and moving and developing in order to help you with that modified pen grasp. All right, and I have to mention the pinky finger, right? Because the pinky finger can sometimes cause trouble for students. Over time, your pinky finger will just relax and you will not focus on it as much as you do when you're first dissecting and learning your modified pen grasp. Sometimes students will make improper grasp practices common and the pinky finger will get in the way, especially in certain sextants of the mouth. It's important to just not focus on the pinky finger and just let it relax. 
If you overthink the pinky finger, the pinky finger will actually cause you more problems. I will add that sometimes when you're learning how to do instrumentation, you can forget the fundamentals because you get so focused on performing your instrumentation and practicing that you forget about things like your clock positions and your posture. So I just want to remind you that you want to make sure you are in the correct position and that your patient's head is in the correct position before you start doing any instrumentation. The best thing I can tell you to do is pick up the instrument and practice. Create the modified pen grasp any opportunity that you can. Use your pen in class when you're taking lecture notes and you're listening. Hold the pen like it's a modified pen grasp. The more you do this, the easier it will get for you. And know that if you are making common errors, home videos of yourself are great. Take a video of yourself doing instrumentation on your phone and then come back and look at it. If you're splitting your grasp, you're not pivoting enough on your fulcrum. If your middle finger is under the handle, you're not going to be able to provide yourself with the lateral pressure and control that you need when you start doing different strokes in the clinical setting. Self-critique is really important when it comes to the development of this skill. Take the time to really self-critique yourself. Stop what you're doing because you don't want to create a bad habit and really hold yourself accountable to keeping all the hand and all the fingers working as a unit. I promise you this will get easier. As awkward as it feels, in no time at all, it will feel natural. I would invite you to ask any questions at all that you need answered. Sometimes questions come up when you're listening to this podcast. If you have a question, most likely someone else has the very same question. I'd be happy to answer it and would probably share it in a future podcast. <laughs>